Welcome to the Everyday Innovator Podcast for product managers, leaders, and innovators. Your host is Chad McAllister, helping you become a product master. Listen and get ready for higher performance, for the doctor is in. Hi, this is Chad, and this is where product leaders and managers make their move to product masters, learning practical knowledge that leads to more influence and confidence so you'll create products that customers love. Like many product managers, my path to product management was rather accidental. After leading software product teams for 10 years, I discovered the Product Development and Management Association, that's PDMA. They are the oldest professional association for product managers and innovators, building their body of knowledge and sharing that body of knowledge for over 43 years. Yep, the product management discipline is not nearly as new as many people think and has its roots back to 1930. PDMA was where I first discovered frameworks and tools for product managers. Discovering that was a huge aha moment for me, really connecting and providing meaning to aspects of the work that I had been doing, and now that I knew how to name, product management. So given PDMA's impact on my career, I was so pleased when they told me that this podcast, The Everyday Innovator, is the first and so far the only one that they recommend for product managers and innovators. To talk about how they help product managers, I invited one of the leaders of PDMA to discuss the value the association provides. And joining us is Mark Atkins. He's the vice chair of PDMA. Mark is also the CEO and founder of LeanMed, a medical device company dedicated to bringing essential treatment to underserved parts of the world through innovative technologies. And every time I talk with Mark, I'm inspired. And I hope you find that this discussion is the same for you. And remember, we take notes for you. So if you want to go back or have an easy way of sharing some insights with someone else, you'll find that at theeverydayinnovator.com slash 266. That's a written summary of all the key information. And also, lately, I've been doing a bonus question. And that bonus question with Mark is only available in that written summary at theeverydayinnovator.com slash 266. Now, let's talk with Mark. Mark, thanks so much for joining the Everyday Innovators once again. Glad to be here, Chad. Glad you are. Always a fun thing to do with you. Uh, It's great talking with you. And I'm very interested about, you have a new role at PDMA. We'll talk about that in a moment. But recently, this podcast had this great honor of kind of being now the official podcast for PDMA, which is the Product Development and Management Association. It's an organization that kind of started a professional group for product managers and developers, celebrating, what, 44 years now of existence. And you've been involved for quite a while. I got involved in 2006 or so as I was finishing up my PhD because I was looking around for a group that had a body of knowledge for mm-hmm. us as product people and stumbled across PDMA. So tell us about your story. How did you get involved with it originally? Yeah, so stumble's a good word, maybe. I was running product development at a company called Cincinnati Millicron in mm-hmm. Cincinnati, Ohio, and we were nominated for the Outstanding Corporate Innovator Award for PDMA, and we actually won it. So my first experience with PDMA was to go to Atlanta and be like one of the speakers at our conference in Mm -hmm. Atlanta, explaining our program, our process called Wolfpack. It's a great name for a product process. I won't bore you, but they were, PDMA loved what we were doing and we were in a very, very competitive Mm -hmm. industry and we had a leader, a president who was behind this program. And again, Wolfpack, our slogan was kill or be killed. And one of my best slides in that talk was a a slide of tombstones of all the dead companies Mm. in our industry. 
who'd been wiped out by foreign competition. So that's how I started with PDMA. And then in 2000, we had some folks in Cincinnati and started the chapter. Then later, I was asked to be on the board, was VP of Marketing for the chapter in the mid-2000s, uh-huh. maybe around your time, where we rebranded the organization and then moved to Pittsburgh, started the Pittsburgh chapter in 2010. And now I've rejoined the board and um, have been elected uh, vice chair of the association. Yeah, that's a long history. Years, uh, but it's uh, been great. Yeah, and as a participant in PDMA, I appreciate all your contributions and, and leadership through those years. And now as vice chair, and so I don't know if you had anything to do with it, but thank you for getting this podcast as the official PDMA podcast. That's great recognition for us. PDMA is this uh, volunteer-based organization, right? So everyone that is helping out, there's a management association to take care of the mechanics of things, but everyone that is in a leadership role that's helping is a volunteer. So what's your day job like? What is life outside of your PDMA? work? So outside of PDMA, really my passion and my work these days is with a company I've helped start called Lean Med, where we are trying to bring, uh, I'll call it Western designed medical devices into developing nations. So Hmm. pediatric pneumonia is the number one killer of children in the world. Probably almost a million children will die in 2019 from pneumonia. And one of the reasons you and I would know living in the United States, how to treat pneumonia. No one dies from pneumonia, almost. 99% of the deaths from pneumonia occur in developing nations. And one of the reasons is access to oxygen, supplemental concentrated oxygen. So we've started a company last year called LeanMed, and we have a solar-powered oxygen system that we're promoting and trying to develop and deploy into places like Africa. Mm-hmm. So that's my day job, CEO of LeanMed, leanmedinnovation.com, you can go to. And it's a really, really important program that can save tens and hundreds of thousands of lives. Yeah, it's a organization with a mission, right? Uh, with a mission. Yeah, yeah very clear. So, like PDMA. Yeah. I'm a mission-oriented guy. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Yeah. Lean meds can make a real difference in developing areas where we have kids getting pneumonia and dying from it. And look forward to seeing that difference in your work there with Lehman. That's very cool. Okay. So in all these roles with PDMA, the current one is vice chair. That's new this year. And we're just rolling over to 2020 now. What's the vice chair responsible for? Vice chair... The most fundamental, I'm part of the executive committee. There's three of us, the chair, the vice chair, and the secretary treasurer. Wonderful people, Ernie Harris and Susan Penta, who I've known for years and uh, I think are tremendous leaders for PDMA. So being vice chair really means being involved in the day-to-day operation of PDMA. So we do, as you mentioned, we have a tremendous management company called Ewald out of Minneapolis. So I'm working closely with Ewald in the day-to-day operations of PDMA, which, which is a very global organization. We have wonderful operations in India, in Indonesia, in Holland, in Poland, hmm. not to mention Pittsburgh or Minneapolis or the right. Carolinas. So it's a wonderful global organization. And in my new role, I'll be very involved day-to-day with, with the mm-hmm. operation. 
Yeah. When I stumbled across it, I had previously been involved in PMI, the Project Management Institute, right? So my career was helping to lead software development teams and create software products. And the first kind of wall I ran into was managing projects. How do you do that? So PMI was really helpful for accomplishing that. And I thought one day, huh, we're doing more than PMI is telling me about, right? There's more things involved here that we're doing, learning what customers want and ideation and go-to-market strategy on the other end. And so I started looking around for an organization, and that's how I you know, literally stumbled across PMA. I thought, if there's a PMI, there must be something for the work that I'm up to. Yeah. And that was really useful. And that was a while ago. And if anyone has heard of PMA, there might be this bit of an elephant in the room, and I just want to dive into it, which is, it's this old, as I said, 44-year-old organization now. Yeah. I think there's a lot of strength there because it was the first organization that people came together and said, hey, there's this thing going on called product management, product development, and we need to collect whatever the body of knowledge is around that, right? Which cracks me up a little bit because I do go to these meetups and people are in the meetups sometimes that say, I've been doing product management since even it existed for like 10 years. I'm like... You know, it started in like 1930s, actually. Right. (laughs) But (laughs) anyhow. I'm interrupting the interview to share something really important. We'll get back to the discussion in just a minute. But I want you to know about an extraordinary system called the Rapid Product Mastery, or RPM Experience. In just nine weeks, you can have a higher performing product team, meeting only 75 minutes a week with no travel required. One product leader, after trying all the typical training workshops, turned to the RPM experience to get real change for his team. He said that this is the only training that provides an integrated product management perspective. It did exactly what I needed it to do. If you have a group of 5 to 14 product professionals, learn how you too can have a high-performing team in just 9 weeks, 75 minutes a week, without travel. This is the system created by Chad, based on his experience working as a product leader, coaching several organizations, and deeply studying innovation during his PhD work. Get the guide for yourself at theeverydayinnovator.com slash RPM. How is PDMA evolving to keep up with the times? Yeah, so it's funny because the one thing, like in kind of full disclosure, is I have two sons, I have four children, two sons. Both are product managers, mm-hmm. not that I made them do that. One's a senior product manager at Google. The other one is a product manager for Tencent, the Chinese company mm-hmm. that uh, owns WeChat. Uh, mm-hmm. But they also own Riot Games, and he's part of the League of Legends brand. So I have these two sons who think they invented product management. And I'm <laughs> right. like, no, 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 no. No, it's been around a long time. I I can't remember, I don't know who to ascribe it to, but a friend once called it the accidental profession. Mm, And I've always loved that term, although it's changing, right? I think that's what we'll talk more today about. It it really is a legitimate profession, if you will. But 20, 30 years ago, it was, you're tapped on the shoulder. You know, you're working at a company and you have an engineering degree or a marketing degree or a finance degree. Yep. And somebody says, hey, Atkins, I want you to run product development. And like, what? Really? And boom, you're a product manager. And that's part of, uh, again, my history with PDMA was when I was tapped to run a product development program, 
I'm like, who do I turn to? How do I learn? It is a profession. How do I become better at it? Mm-hmm. And that's where we are today. The role of product manager, product owner, and so on has exploded. And I think PDMA is well positioned to be the keeper, the professional association for this community. Because the other thing I would like to add is product managers are in corporations, let's say we're practitioners, but we have a great history with academics Uh and we welcome service providers. So one of the very unique things about PDMA as a professional association is we include the entire community. So it, it, yes, it's people in corporations, it's people in startups doing product development, but it's the academic people that give us the foundation that we need to be great at innovation. And it's the service providers, the market research companies, the the design firms that are instrumental in doing great product development. Yeah, I think that that mix is really key to PDMA. And what I find so appealing about it, and I was having a a discussion with someone, this wonderful experience, I got to train their product managers uh, in this large organization. And the guy that brought me in was the senior director of product management for them. And he was talking about what we did for the training, my group, um, is all based on PDMA's body of knowledge and mm-hmm. put my hands around that. And the reason why I cho- chose that is it was instrumental in the work that I did that I found really successful. And it's also t- grounded in research. Every, what, four or five years, there's this study that PDMA does about what are the best organizations doing in the space and how does that compare to everyone else? And it gives you a real appreciation for what you need to be doing, right? That's the distinctions there. And his reflection on this was, you know, Chad, I've done training from all the different organizations, right? I've been in product management a long time. I've never seen something that is as wide of a breadth and as integrated as this body of knowledge. Right? Mm-hmm. It, it covers all the things that you really need to know. So what I'd like to do to build on that, there's two yeah. elements. One is going to be China, our program in China. And the other is going to be my teaching at the University of Pittsburgh in, mm-hmm. in bioengineering. So let me let me start with my personal program. I teach a course in its technical uh, title is managing medical device R and D, right? But I use the PDMA body of knowledge as my textbook because when I looked at what I'm trying to do with these graduate students who are pursuing a, a master's of science in bioengineering, I, I want to give them the full breadth of the understanding of what it is to develop new product. And the PDMA body of knowledge is, the guidebook, is a Mm -hmm. wonderful resource. So I use it personally as my textbook. As far as China, there's not a better example. When you were talking earlier about PMI and project management and PDMA, we have a wonderful program. I've been twice to China to be representing PDMA. It was our former chair, Alan Anderson, that really got the program going, and We are certifying thousands of Chinese folks who have a PMP. So they were project managers. Mm -hmm. But now, literally, the government of China wants to move up the value chain. They want to be innovators. They don't want to be simply low-cost manufacturing companies and uh, a country that just can only make cheap product. They want to innovate. And so they've turned to PDMA as their partner in developing a certification program. So if you want to be a product manager in China, you need to get your NPDP, which is our certification. And we have literally trained thousands and thousands of Chinese 
and it grows every year. So I think it's a wonderful example of this differentiation and the move up, if you want to call it the value chain, from project management to product management and innovation. Mm -hmm. And we're doing it in China in spades. Yeah. I think it's really interesting how PDMA is, in a sense, it's always been an international organization, but it's kind of exporting what has been known as the U.S.'s capability and dominance in product management to other places. And China paid attention to that, right, and opened the doors to this just as they did to PMI some time ago as well. Can I also add the global nature? Mm -hmm. Alan, our former chair, he's a Kiwi. He's from New Zealand. New Zealand, yep. So for the last three years, our chairperson has been the New Zealander. So I, I, I agree that the PDMA roots are in the U.S., but it would be a complete uh, underestimation of us to think of us as a mm-hmm. U.S.-only organization. Yeah, I, I do think that the recognized dominance in at least the area of product management has been kind of U.S.-based. Because when I talk to other people in other countries, they talk about, well, you guys have so much experience and that. How do we get some of that experience, too? Yeah. And this is one way. And that's also kind of a wake-up call, I think, for product managers. If you're listening to this now, certification I think historically has not made a big difference in our industry. Frankly, I very rarely see job announcements saying some kind of certification is desired. But if we have thousands and thousands every year of product managers in China getting certified, it's going to start making more of a difference. And it's something just to look into. Frankly, the the value to me and the value to many people that I've helped train specifically for the PDMA certification isn't really getting that certification, right? It's not the piece of paper. It's not magical. But learning that body of knowledge, learning the framework, man, there was big light bulb moments that went off for me as I was doing that personally. And I had the pleasure of helping to co-train on that body of knowledge at last year's conference that you and I were both at. And I, I shared just my journey with that too and said, when I learned about this, that was huge. I suddenly put together the pieces that I had been doing for the last 10 years that I didn't really know how they fit. And there were other people in the room that came up to me afterwards and said, you know, light bulbs went off for me too during the training today that I never made these connections before. It was just, it was really powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. So let's talk about just the benefits associated with PDMA. So if people want to check out the professional organization, lots of free resources available. And of course it is a professional association. If you're a paid member, you get access to other things too. Just what's involved in those benefits? Where I really want to go, and mm-hmm. instead of going down into the dark details of everything, yeah. when I reflect on my time with PDMA, it, and I just did this recently yesterday on a LinkedIn post, it's been a couple of decades of meeting fantastic people. Hmm. So whether you volunteer for PDMA or you're just uh, participating online or as part of a chapter, I can guarantee you're going to meet some of the smartest, uh, most interesting, most dedicated people you'll ever meet. You'll meet them through PDMA. And that's pretty priceless, okay? Mm -hmm. It's very priceless. And then the second thing is what you learn, right? So, like, to your point about body of knowledge, right? I get tapped on the shoulder 20 years ago, and it's like, you're in charge of product development. Oh, man, Mm -hmm. what does that mean? Right. And the ability to go to PDMA, the website, the body of knowledge, all of the books we've published, all the webcasts we do, there's so much you can learn as part of PDMA. So rather than going down into the weeds of benefits and listing a dozen, you're going to meet great people 
and you're going to learn a lot. Just become part of our community. And, and I can guarantee those are the two benefits you'll get. Yeah. The meeting great people is really meaningful. When I first got involved with PDMA, so just sure, I think this will be helpful for everyday innovators listening. That was in the Denver chapter. It was called the Rocky Mountain Product Development PDMA chapter. And so this was basically a physical meetup and we would get together once a month. And my involvement was I stumbled across PDMA, went to the chapter to try things out. And the chapter was actually dying. There were you know, just a, a handful of people showing up to the meeting. And a few of us showed up at the same time, interested in helping out. And we did. We created a new board. And in a couple of months, we had 40, 60 people showing up at meetings, which was just awesome. And it gave us an opportunity to talk to people doing the work that we do and all the same problems that we run into. And we could just kind of commensurate with each other and learn from each other and met some really good people. And I remember, so my background was software, right? Doing software product development, talking with a guy doing building products about roofing tiles, right? For a a really large building company and thought, wow, the things that you talk about are so applicable to what I do, right? There's so many connections here. And having that wide variety of industries involved actually helped me learn so much better and faster. And I've heard that from so many other people too. And I think that's a key benefit of PDMA because when I go to the product meetups today, they're almost all focused, I think entirely focused on software, on digital products. And frankly, I feel like people are missing out on a larger perspective of just taking ideas from other industries is going to help you do your work better. Yeah. So, of course, I couldn't agree more. I think particularly my perspective on chapters and the physical meetup, if you will, has been just so dynamic that when you can bring people into a room, as you described, when you can get traction and start attracting 40, 50, 60 people to come to an event. And then not only do they hear the speaker and learn whoever the particular topic is, but then to network and get to know people from other companies that you would never meet, right? These days I'm in medical devices, but before that I was in the industrial world. But there's a consumer product goods, banking services, right? We're all part of this family, this community that's doing innovation. And it is kind of old in the sense that stage gate and product development and all the 30 years ago, people put this together. And here we are again, 30, 40 years later. And some of those foundational concepts are still there, but they're totally applicable And so, again, to your listeners today, it doesn't matter what industry, software, services, medical device, industrial, consumer product goods, I will guarantee, right, and you'll agree with me, I think, the the concepts that we have in PDMA and our body of knowledge are completely transferable. And to your point, Chad, you'll accelerate your learning by talking and getting to know and learning from other people in other industries. It's totally transferable, the mm-hmm. knowledge that we have. Yeah. I, I don't go to the conference every year. I might be changing that because I found the last one so valuable. I just enjoy talking to so many diverse people and how they approach this and people from around the world too. So it's just amazing how that conference gathers people from around the world. But you have the opportunity to hear about how product work is applied in so many different organizations. And selfishly for me, it's a great opportunity to find guests for the podcast. So (laughs) to track down people that I I want to get on here too. Who was the fellow from Seattle, from the Washington area? 
right? Oh, what was that industry? The brewery company? Yes. Talking about them? So, yeah, that, yes. that was Haas that makes barley, right? Brewery innovation, right? Beer innovation, right? <laughs> Yeah, from Haas. And just amazing the number of yeah diverse. I, I had no idea that someone working for right. a company that manufactures or, you know, they grow. And and, and a fellow, I think, from Poland, he's, yeah. you know, immigrated from Poland, who's doing beer innovation. And you and I both met him and right. went, wow, what an interesting fellow. And I think he felt the same way about us. Like, this PDMA thing is great. I can learn so much. They can help me do right. beer innovation yeah, better. Yeah, the, the ways things get applied. <laughs> so the body of knowledge is about processes for developing new products, and, and they take all kinds of forms, as you said, intangible, tangible yeah. services, software, everything. Amen. Really good. And again, a great honor for this podcast to be associated with PDMA. We appreciate that recognition. As people are interested in just finding out more about this organization, and it is an evolving organization, it has been around for a long time, which I think gives it some deep credibility and deep roots. And some people, frankly, regard this as a pro or a con. I'm not sure how you can look at it at a con, but I've had those discussions. It has a, a good basis in academic research. And I appreciate that, and maybe this is with my PhD hat on, but I appreciate an organization that is actually doing research through an academic community. There's, what, a couple hundred PhDs that were at the conference this year presenting their research, right, in the academic forum. But I appreciate that part of the organization that's working through academics doing actual research on how do companies do a good job developing products, right? What, what can we learn there? And then helping to translate that into actual practice and get that out to us as practitioners as well. Uh, I think that's really key. If people want to find out just more about that and all the resources available, where do we go? What's the best way to find out about PDMA? Well, the obvious and the easiest thing is www.pdma.org. So you go to our website and there we are in full display, conferences, webcasts, academic conferences. And we haven't mentioned, it'd be a, a shame not to mention our mm -hmm. journal, the Journal of Product Innovation and Management, JPIM, we call it. It's a peer-reviewed academic journal focused solely on mm -hmm. the area of innovation management. And it's a fantastic resource. And I think the connection for... Most of the audience who are not academic, but what we bring from an academic perspective is this rigor, right? And you've kind of alluded to our studies and so on. Because I think today it's so easy to make a claim and spread bull and do good marketing and create a perception that you're mm -hmm. doing something important in the area of innovation. And I think what PDMA has, because we have this academic rigor, we're going to really challenge you. We're going to say, show us the data, right? Don't just make a claim. Show me the data and back up what you're claiming you're doing. And I think that's a very comforting, important mm -hmm. part of our brand, right? That if we're PDMA, you can trust us that we're not just a flim flam, you know, say this, say that and be amazed or we have a million Twitter followers or something like that. We're a very grounded organization with these roots from academia. And, uh, and I think that's a really fantastic mm -hmm. part of our brand. 
Yeah, yeah there's Very great strength and credibility, and you see that in the people that are involved. And I'm a bit surprised. I often talk about how do you get your professional development, right? How do you continue growing as a product manager? And how few people know about PDMA, and I think it's such a, a wonderful source of rich information to help us further our careers and grow as professionals. So you said, again, that's pdma.org. Real simple to find out about that. As listeners know, I love innovation quotes. What's a quote that you have for us? So it's from Eric Reese, and I'm going to paraphrase. So Eric wrote the yep. book Lean Startup, and over the last decade of my career, I've come to embrace Lean Startup principles. I teach it at the University of Pittsburgh. I'm employing it in my own startup, Lean Med uh, LLC, and I've mentored dozens of startup teams out of the University of Pittsburgh. And so I think this quote, and it's essentially this, if you're not learning, Hmm. it's waste, right? And I'm old enough and came out of a lean manufacturing era where lean meant cost reductions, streamlining. So to many people, the concept of lean and innovation are contradictory concepts. And I want your listeners to know, I don't think they're contradictory at all. And I think Eric nailed it when he said, if you're not learning, you're wasting your time. You're wasting your effort. And we don't have time today, but I can tell you a dozen times in my career in the last decade where I've found myself saying, wait a minute, are we learning anything here? Right? We get so trapped in implementing and deploying and hitting milestones and the whole project management execution mentality, right? That we miss that when we're particularly in early innovation, you better be learning. You better ask yourself, what are the top three assumptions that I'm making about this new product? And do I know, because if I'm wrong about any of these Mm -hmm. three assumptions, I'm dead. We're dead. And then what are we doing to validate or disprove those three assumptions. You have to wake up every morning and ask yourself that. And that all came from Eric and this lean startup. And for me, it was, if you're not learning, it's waste. And uh, back in the day, Toyota was talking about manufacturing waste. Eric's talking about innovation waste. You're, you're wasting your energy if you're not learning. So if you can tell, that that quote means a lot to me, that concept of if you're not yeah. learning, you're wasting And innovation your time. is fundamentally yeah. doing something new, something we haven't done before, right? We're trying to bring something new into the world that didn't exist before. And that means we better be learning. We have to by nature of the beast, which means we're also making mistakes along the way. Some people would call them failures, but we're learning. It is all about learning and, and getting to that new state. Thanks for sharing that. Tell us how people can just find out about you and the work, right? You mentioned Lean Med, so tell us how we can find out about what, what you're doing. Yeah, so we're at uh, www.leanmedinnovation.com. I think you Uh can also find me on LinkedIn. For many of you, if you just search Mark Atkins on Lean Med on LinkedIn, you'll find me as well. And I I hope your listeners will uh, contribute to both of my passions, PDMA, because I think it grows our profession and our community, and also contribute to Lean Med, because I think... We have an awesome challenge and opportunity in front of us when you think of all the children Mm -hmm. that die every year from pneumonia 
I think we can make a difference and we can save tens of thousands of lives. So, Chad, yeah, thanks. I want to thank you for giving me this platform. So grateful that you are here. Thanks for the information and wish you all the best getting lean med, making a difference in the world. Thanks again for listening to The Everyday Innovator, now the official podcast of PTMA. This is where product leaders and managers make their move to product master, learning practical knowledge that leads to more influence and confidence so you'll create products customers love. Find the written notes of the discussion with Mark and that answer to the special bonus question at theeverydayinnovator.com slash 266. Keep innovating. Thank you for listening to The Everyday Innovator, which teaches product managers to become product masters. For more resources, please visit TheEverydayInnovator.com.